Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back with you one last time here on the block. Austin and Strick with you. Joined now by the guy who knows a thing or two about the NFL draft, Mr. Jay Foreman. How you doing today, Jay? Yeah, look at my boy right there, man. I get hype every time I see Strick. Hype Man Productions on the ones and twos. Look at him. Look at him right there, man. You know, Austin, man, you, you had gotta, a, had hey, a, you got a had a good so, meeting today. You already, huh? It was stupendous. It was on and popping. Man, great meeting today, bro. I, you know... You're a businessman, so you are, I know you understand this like like most would. Um, um, when when you go into a meeting and and you just um, you know what you have, right? Mm-hmm. You know what you have to offer. You know um, why you're putting this together, and then you begin to hear the details of where things have come. Because when you're not on the inside anymore, um, you're getting. I'm getting updated as he's hearing it. You know this. You know my 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 buddy. And I'm hearing some of the tremendous things that they're doing, and I'm just like, "Hey, Strick, man, you know we're uh, we got the NFL draft tonight. It's about three hours away before uh, the start of uh, you know the uh, fortunes of a lot of you know what was it? I don't know how many was it about 300 uh, selections or so. Um, but even though you know you you know you play football in, in high school and stuff like that, and you you know you know what it's like to play at the highest level." Um, you know, I always say the draft isn't an exact science, right? That's why you see a lot of guys, yeah. you know, I went late. Um, you know, you played longer than people probably gave you credit for. You know, just talk about that a little bit. Um, the joy that you get where you look at guys that, you know, obviously everybody wants to be drafted. I mean, let's be honest. But ultimately, the the end game, I think, is worth it considering that you knew what you had to do. You knew what the type of player you were. Football, basketball, baseball, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, when you were able to make it and be successful at the highest level, some people weren't. Talk about the satisfaction because there's going to be a lot of guys that are, you know, kind of get the the front end of the, uh, you know, of the, uh, you know, of the of the stick, I guess, or you want to call it. But on the back yeah. end, the longevity one is the one that's uh, more fruitful. Uh, yeah, Jay, you're absolutely right, man. Um, uh, as I look back at it now, one of the things that I, I feel really good about was my draft class was one of the ones that is lauded as yeah. uh, one of the better ones one of ever. all time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so so you look at it from that standpoint and you say, you know what? <clears throat> okay, I, I get it. Right. You know, I can understand why. Um, the second part of that is, you know, we, we won the NIT, but there was a, there was a part of the season – where we didn't do very well. And then me, myself playing out of position for the betterment of the team. Right. It affected me in draft stat wise, right. but it helped me become the player that I was to be valuable for other teams in their usage. So, so, so sometimes what you think is a negative, it, it ultimately pans out to become a positive. Then you look at the aspect, uh, real quick, Jay, of of the redraft. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that did some redraft, and then you see the you know what your career put in an imprint in the minds of some of those individuals uh, that felt that they may have missed it. 
And um, it, it is very satisfying, especially like I didn't get to tell the story about the Eric Musselman situation. Eric Musselman now is the head coach at Arkansas. Right. Um, I think I didn't get to tell Crutch that story. I'm going to I'm going to tell it to him personally. But it's that satisfaction, too, where guys, coaches, um, there was even periods where Coach Nee uh, was looking more to, you know, send me overseas and get me connected there. Right. And um, not not that I, I discredit him for that. I just felt I was better than that, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, uh, the Eric Musselman situation where you had coaches that basically said he can't play. Ooh. And to for him to be in the NBA and be a head coach, in, I mean, to be a coach in the NBA and now at the position that he was, his evaluation of me was misknown, you know, was was misidentified. Right. And that satisfaction of of busting his 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 Golden State Warriors when he was coaching over there, a a hola, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for that, sure. Those are those are gratifying moments. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, look, man, it's it's never exact science, but you know, I I wanted to ask you, Strick. You mentioned playing out of position, right? Um, yeah. And obviously, doing it for the betterment of the team. Do you feel like, again, on the front end, it sucked because it hurt your, you know, your present draft status, right? Which would have been like your quick, yeah. you know, evaluation. But do you think as you went along in your career in the NBA and had to get, you know, work through different channels to get there, do you think that made you a better overall player? So when you had to go to different teams, different situations, or to just, you know, you know how sometimes, Strick, you go from one, in the NBA especially, you could be playing, you know, for a team on Monday, get traded Tuesday morning or Monday night essentially after the game, come Wednesday or Thursday, there is no acclimation period where you kind of can hang out for a couple weeks. It's like, oh, you played on Monday, we expect 16 minutes out of you, but do you think that what your experience at Nebraska helped you in that situation or situations like that? So plant yourself in a new situation, knowing all the different defenses and offenses and the different angles you, that you have to play, then it leads like, okay, Strick was worth, you know, picking up in the offseason. This is why we're going to bring him back. And then, I, you know, did that help you extend your career just because of that experience? Mm -hmm. Not only playing different positions, right? I think even more, Strick, is the mental strength that you needed to deal with it on the front end you know, with no really direct answer, you know, you know what I'm saying? Cause you knew you were better yeah. than the guys that, that probably, you know, went, you know, somewhere, you know, in the first, second round, but then the mental strength is like, okay, I've been here before. Right. And this, that's what you could kind of lean back on to defeat, to defeat some guys that you might have to compete against. Yeah, I, I, I would say so, uh, Jay. And, and, and listen, there's, there's a couple pieces to that one it was actually to my benefit that I didn't get drafted. It actually worked to my benefit, meaning that a lot of those that were drafted drafted were locked into uh, restricted status to which right. I wasn't. So after my first year of going, making the team, getting cut, going into the CBA, playing a backup role in the CBA, I was behind Rick Brunson. Uh, Rick right. Brunson, yeah, which yeah. is Jalen Brunson's dad, I was oh, yeah. I was the guard behind him at Quad Cities, but yet I was I was putting in work. But it was enough that I got I got called back. And what you just said, that callback played a game in Grand Rapids, had forty that night. And the next, I'm going into the coaches. The coach the coach calls me and strict, you know, come to my room after the game. I'm like, ooh, 
<laughs> you know, yeah. you, you you know how it is, Jay. When you get that call, you like, yeah, I know how it is. Yeah, I, I thought I just put in some work. Like, what's going on? So I go and talk to him. He's like, yeah, um, you going up? I'm like, what? On the east side? <laughs> I'm not thinking like the Jefferson. I'm like, yeah. what, I'm going up where? You know, he's like, you you going you going up? You know, the Mavericks called you. You you on you going to be on a flight? Pack your stuff. You going on a flight to Vancouver? Literally yeah. to play the next day. Uh, I ain't been with so those now. Now I will tell you, life helped me as well as my time and and the adjustments I had to make being a collegiate player. Right, but life that my dad being a you know a military officer and having to move and adapt and change locations and meet new people and be in different environments all of that stuff played a key piece but baseball really helped as well um the failures that come with baseball but yet it's not failure it's it's success 300 300 you you you're successful right you know if you <laughs> so it's 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 those lessons that I, I I really looked at that I was able to apply and and it really helped me to become who I was as a basketball player being that basketball wasn't even my best sport there it is that's good stuff right there as a, even regardless of the NBA draft in NFL draft MLB it doesn't really matter it is all uh applies the same good lessons yeah. there from Eastrick all around professional athlete you like to you the you know you the Nebraska version of Dave Winfield my brother you could play hey. football, basketball, mm-hmm. and baseball. Um, so hey. you know that's that's hey, big whatever. up right there. So uh, <laughs> hey man, I'm serious, man. Dave Winfield. Everybody talks about Bo Jackson and Dion. Yeah. Dave Winfield is that is that man. So uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't give out those those uh, compliments lightly because I love me some Dave Winfield, great human being. Along with yourself, chill for the rest of the day. Strick, sound like you had a good day, good show, good knowledge there, and uh, we'll be hollering at you, man. See you tomorrow. We'll see you guys. All right, man. I'll be here. All right, DP and Jay, old school coming up next for Strick. I'm Austin. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 2 to 4, here on 93.7 The Ticket.